Yo, today's Finance Friday QOD is this. The top 10% of people always think in terms of their hourly rate. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Finance Friday episode. We talk about all things money mindset. We've got Brian Tracy back on the show today. And today, Brian is talking about a couple of really important things. Number one, he's talking about a halfway advice that we hear very often. And I'm also guilty of giving this advice at times. It just doesn't go far enough. And that's to do what you love. Doing what you love is so important. We all want to do what we love, but we also have to make sure that there's a market for it, that there are people out there who want the thing that we love to do. And also, number three, that they're willing to pay for it, that there's a possibility of generating an income and a profit from the thing that you love to do. All three of those have to come together in order to turn your passion into your business or to your career. Number two, he talks about this one thing, And it's, you know, the way that they think, this one thing that successful people do when it comes to their income that other people don't. Here's Brian. Uh, There's an interesting story. You know, Jim Collins wrote the book, Good to Great. And in Good to Great, he said that in order for a company to be great, in order for you to be great, three things must exist. And let me give you just sort of an example. This is one of my favorite little graphs. It says that you have to, first of all, do something for which you have a passion. I mean, you really have to like it, really have to enjoy it, whatever the career is. Second of all, it has to be something that you have the capability of being excellent at. And by excellent, the definition is in the top 10%. So in other words, not only do you enjoy doing it, but you must have the ability to be excellent at it. And the third circle, this, is it must be profitable. It must be something that if you really do it well, it really pays well. Many people take the time to become good at something that never pays very well. I have people come up to me and say, how can I make a lot of money shining shoes? You know, how can I make a lot of money um, selling in a, in a down or a bad industry? I say, you can't. So the third part is this, and this is, this is the sweet spot. You're looking for something where all three of these coincide. And remember, you can do lots of things in life. There's lots of things that you can do to achieve your goals. You are a bundle of resources, a bundle of intelligence and capability and knowledge and skills. So it may be that the thing you're doing right now is really not the right thing. You may have a passion for it, and you may have the opportunity to be excellent, but you can't make any money at it. And I meet people all the time. They're doing things, well, this is what I love to do. Yes, but as long as you want to be poor all your life, you want to have holes in your shoes and worry about money, you have to do something that can pay you really well if you love it and you do it well. Well, what Jim Collins was talking about was a a Fortune 500 company that realized that they could not excel in their industry. The industry was too competitive, and because it was competitive, it drove the prices down, and so even if they were good, their profit levels would be very low. So what they decided to do was quite remarkable. They decided to sell off all the assets in this Fortune 500 company 
and move into an entire new industry where they really loved it, they could do it well, and was highly profitable. And as a result, they went from average performance for two or three decades to becoming one of the most exemplary companies and most profitable companies in the US. They were able to actually shift out of an entire industry, sell off the assets to people who could manage them better, take all that money, billions and billions of dollars, and put it into a whole new industry and start over again. When a, when a, when a huge company has the courage and the honesty and the flexibility to do something like that, well, it's a, probably a good thing for us to think about doing as well. So uh, allocate your tasks based on your hourly rate. This is one of the most important skills that we teach to our advanced coaching clients. We say, how much do you earn per hour? And you'll find that average people think in terms of how much they earn in a month or a year. If you are thinking in terms of your income on a monthly basis, well, then you can waste Monday and Tuesday, and you can waste the first week of the month, and you can kill time, because actually, get paid by the month. And what happens with most people when they get their first job is they find they get paid as long as they show up. So now you show up and you get paid by the month. The average person in America wastes fully 50% of working time every day. They just waste it. I'll probably come across this and mention this again. They waste it doing things that are of low or no value because what the heck, they got a whole month, they'll catch up later. If they don't catch up this week, they'll do it next week. If they don't get it this month, they'll do it next month. So how much do you earn per hour? This is the starting point. The top 10% of people always think in terms of their hourly rate. So you divide your annual income by 2,000. So you say, all right, let us say you earn $50,000 a year, that divided by 2,000, which is the average number of years that an entrepreneur, business owner, um, person who is personally responsible for their work-life works. How much is 50,000 divided by 2,000? Yeah, it's 25. Remember teacher told you stroke off the zeros, divide by. All right, so it's $25 an hour. So if you sincerely desire to earn $50,000 a year, then you must earn $25 every hour, 250 days a year. In other words, you can't get out what you don't put in. One of the great problems in our economy today, and the chickens are coming home to roost, is this enormous number of people out there who are wasting time at work and expecting that somehow they're going to get paid for drinking coffee, surfing the internet, and reading the paper. And what happens is these people lose jobs, and now we're seeing people who have been out of work six months, and a year, and two years, and the danger is that in our economy, these people may never work again. They may be sitting at home, dependent upon their wife working at the supermarket for years, because what is happening is they're allowing their earning ability, the quality of their work, to decline to the point where they just can't be hired. No intelligent employer can afford to hire a person who contributes less than they cost. I mean, that would just be dumb. And so these people have allowed their ability to, to be productive, to decline to the point where they are no longer worth their hourly rate. So let's say you want to earn $25 an hour. Then you have to look at your work and say, what is it that I do that pays $25 an hour or more? And then you have to do that work all day long. If you want to increase your income, then you say, how much do you want to earn? Let's say you want to earn $100,000 a year. How much is that per hour? It's $50 an hour. See, two times 25, not really a hard calculation. You can use your calculators if you like. So it means you want to earn $50 an hour. So what are the things that you do or can do that pay $50 an hour? 
And whatever they are, if you want to earn $50 an hour or 100000 per year, you've got to do those all day long. You cannot be paid $50 an hour if you're doing $10 or no dollar an hour work. And people have this fantasy that somehow they'll catch up. No, your hours are like hotel rooms. Well, if you do not rent out the hotel room, you can't save it up for tomorrow. And the majority of people think, well, I can waste time in this hour, but I'll somehow I'll catch up in another hour and make up for that lost hour, and maybe the lost morning, and maybe the lost day. And every one of us, have you ever had the experience you go home and say, I didn't get a damn thing done today? You ever had that experience? They go, oh, geez. If it doesn't make you uncomfortable because you know you can't catch up for that day. So we say, refuse to do anything that doesn't pay you your desired hourly rate. Refuse to do anything that doesn't pay you your desired hourly rate. We say the best time management strategy is the word no. If it is not the highest and best use of your time, refuse to do it. Somebody says, hi, you got a minute to chat? No, not right now. I've got to get back to work. Why don't you go down the hall and talk with him and ruin his career? All right? In other words, just say no at work when people want to do things. You'll find that most people who are going nowhere with their lives want company. And the greatest time waster in work is other people wasting your time. They're almost like leeches. They bleed your time. And sometimes they're very nice, and they're conversational, and they're charming, and they're fun to talk to, which is the greatest danger of all, because the law of least resistance says, well, sure, we'll have a little chat and talk and go for lunch and shoot the breeze, because they're such a nice person. And oh my god, the morning's gone, and you haven't done anything. And pretty soon, you get into a habit of coming to work and finding the nicest person and wasting your time with idle chit-chat. So the rule is, there's nothing wrong with idle chit-chat, but as Drucker says, if you spend more than 10% of your time in social interaction at work, then you are uh, out of control of your time. You are malorganized, and you're going to get a chance to explore new careers very soon. All right, that was Brian Tracy wrapping up the week on a Finance Friday. His website is briantracy.com. This clip came from a program that I'm taking. It's called the Goal Mastery Course by Brian Tracy. You can learn more about that at Brian's website, briantracy.com. We'll also include a link to that in the description for this episode. That is it for me. I'm going to see you on Monday. Hope you have an incredible weekend. I hope you enjoyed this week's clips. I appreciate you leaving uh, ratings and reviews for the show. There's been a bunch of them lately. I really, really appreciate that. And uh, go to my website, get my free ebook, The Money Mind Reset, Five Steps to Changing Your Relationship with Money. And Money Mind Academy is opening up very soon. So keep your ears out for that because I've been working on this one for the last year, pretty much, but really, really reshaping the course again and making it better and better and better. And so I'm really excited about our first class on Tuesday, January 8th, I believe. And so, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open for that one. And I will see you next week. Have a great one. Peace. Thank you.